if you're putting a bubble around yourself and only letting the good stuff in, when something truly awful happens to you that you have no control over and you can't stop, you're not going to know how to deal with it. Hey, welcome to Flip It and Rebuild It. This is the podcast that will help you see life from a new perspective, so you can prepare for when life knocks you on your butt without warning. I'm Stephen Webb, and ending up paralyzed at 18, going bankrupt, losing nearly everything, more heartbreaks than I can count. I know how hard it is to turn your life around. Let us help you find inner peace and flip it around when your life is hectic and feels impossible for you. And welcome my awesome co-host, Susan Jackman. Aw, thanks, Stephen. And I'm here to share with you how I have learned to flip that story in my head and use every experience to grow and rebuild my life the way that I want it to be. I've experienced a lot of life and learned many valuable lessons. I do believe I can help someone learn from what I've been through, from how I've overcome childhood traumas to learning to find the silver lining and lesson in every situation, no matter how negative the situation seems to be. It's about finding your peace of mind when life goes to shit, as it often does. No, that's cool. So have you ever heard of spiritual bypassing? Yes, but you know, I think it's kind of an elusive idea. Um, kind of hard to explain. How, how would you explain it to people? Well, I never really heard of it until probably about three years into my, what you call, in quote, spiritual journey. And the way I would explain it is basically when you're using spiritual, when you're using your practice, you've got a really good way of explaining it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So if I was going to divine, define spiritual uh, I, I, bypass. Okay. Let's start again a minute and then yes. you your quote. Okay. So have you ever heard of spiritual bypassing? Do you know anything about it? Do you know what it is? You know, actually, it took me a long time to grasp the idea, but if I were going to put it simply, I would say that it is using a spiritual practice to avoid and or disconnect. Uh, true growth is messy. I love that. That's it. End the podcast. That's what <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I think everyone who's on a spiritual path is guilty of it and doesn't realize it. Uh, it took me a long time to notice what things I was doing. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I think I, a lot, a very common one is um, saying, well, I'm doing this to do some self care, but you're not actually like relaxing. You're just avoiding your worries. Yeah. And, and very much we're not looking into what's causing us anger, what's causing these feelings and all that. We just want to avoid the feelings. And right. It's nice to sit down and meditate. It's nice to go and sit on the beach. It's nice to do all these different things. And it's and it is really relaxing and it's great. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we then have to join real life. Yeah. And like uh, I, I always think of the Mother Teresa quote when she says, you know, it's okay being calm and loving and caring and compassionate around me. It's taking it back to your family. Yeah. And th this is like the perfect thing where it comes down to the spiritual bypassing. Yeah. When you when you're in the company of really spiritual, calm people, but yet you go home and you're still at up, you're still annoyed. Yeah. You're still angry and you still find things hard. And it's because 
you're using the spiritual thing to disconnect and to run yeah. away from yeah instead yeah. of facing it yeah and like your quote says true growth is facing it oh using definitely. that spiritual practice to hey why am i feeling like this why am i yeah. angry yeah yeah i mean i was definitely guilty of that and what i did was i changed my whole process to where if i realized that something is bothering me or worrying me or concerning me or on my mind or what have you um i actually get allow myself time to just feel whatever i'm feeling just feel it and let it come and then i say okay tomorrow i'm going to wake up and i'm going to take actions forward exactly I've, for ages i was very much i'm loving this feeling i'm loving this new lease of life but after a while things would get on top of me again mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't working and you know i would go from this really deep loving person to like quite annoyed because well wait a minute i'm doing all these things but it's not working right <laughs> and it really does come back down to like we all have shadows we do yes and unless we deal with the shadows unless we face the shadows someone's going to say something we're going to be annoyed by it mm -hmm. we're going to be triggered yeah and the spiritual journey is not about no longer ever been triggered no longer ever been mad it's right. about what we do with all these things exactly exactly <laughs> i even hear teachers that are very much promising you know enlightenment and happiness and everything like that well it, it can be like that sometimes but it's not like that permanently right and it's how do we deal with things when they keep going wrong because they will oh yeah i mean that's what this podcast is all about right <laughs> Well, it, well, exactly. I, what did I say on a couple of podcasts ago? I was saying about, um, or it might have been a conversation with you or somebody else. But I was saying, if only the universe had two buckets. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this on my live actually today. And one bucket was all the bad crap. And one oh, bucket yeah. was all the brilliant stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. And once the bucket was empty, you had no more bad. Mm-hmm. So like me and my broken neck, you with what happened to you with those guys and all the other things that's happened to you in your life. By now, the bucket should be empty and we should have no more problems. So therefore, we can meditate <laughs> and just be happily ever after. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, I remember you telling me that story. And honestly, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've been like, I've, haven't I had enough? Haven't I had enough? Haven't I been through enough? Haven't I done enough? Haven't I tried hard enough? <laughs> come on <laughs> every everybody else doesn't get this bad <laughs> what have i done as if i must have had a terrible last life i must have been some kind of mastermind criminal or something <laughs> this karma. right <laughs> the reality is like the buddha said life is suffering oh yeah absolutely you know we get attached to things we like nice things we like a good life mm -hmm. and then we discover the spiritual journey and we discover the calmness and we discover the moving from the head to the heart but if we don't deal with the people around us in the way of how we respond to them yeah how we start to open our hearts to them yeah it just becomes incredibly messy yeah and and this is why i i think it was um Ripuchet that said to a whole group of people when they walked in and he said 
those of you that haven't started the spiritual journey go home don't start you know stay, stay asleep <laughs> wow <laughs> and, and he said those of you that have started the spiritual journey you better stay and finish it yeah and it's true because if we do ignore our first half of life mm -hmm. it becomes really messy really really quickly yeah oh yeah and we can even lose our identity and everything yeah have you ever heard of the dark night of the soul i have heard of that actually <laughs> you know what it is uh no please explain it <laughs> well the, the way i see it it can happen on the spiritual journey just before or well any time really but it's when you get to a stage in life where the ego completely gives up you've tried everything you might be on this spiritual journey and you're really really working hard and all that and eventually something happens that you've had enough of yeah and at that point everything just leaves and it's like who the hell am i i don't exist i feel nothing you almost feel dead inside and it's like the ultimate complete reboot yeah and that's what can and probably will happen if you end up with this real i don't know quite how to explain it if your spiritual journey is about hugging trees right right almost naive idea of yeah yeah you're meditating every night and you're just creating the love you become mm -hmm. the love and you become this fluffy person that just is compassionate and caring and it's all for the right reasons don't get me wrong but at some point the emotions will build up and they will hit you and yeah. you're least expecting it when you're on this spiritual journey because you're doing the right. meditation. Yeah, because most people tend to think that if you're on a spiritual journey, you're trying to get to some end goal, some perfect, yeah. happy state of mind. And when you get deep into it, you realize that's not what it is at all. It's hard work on yourself is what it is. No, see, that's the genuine spiritual journey from where I, from where I see it. Yeah, yeah. Jack Cornville's got a book called First the Ecstasy, Then the Laundry. And you have this wonderful, amazing feeling. You have this wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. You have this connection with the earth and it changes you forever. Yeah. And then the genuine hard work begins. <laughs> a, you try to get back to there constantly. Yeah. The hard work begins because you've had this new insight. Yeah. But the yeah. spiritual bypass, it kind of stays there. Yeah. They stay yeah. in this bubble. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little more about different ways people do spiritual bypassing? Like, so they can recognize it. It's relatively new. It wasn't, it didn't come in until the 1980s by right. John Wellwood. Yeah. Buddhist, a Buddhist teacher and psychologist. And really, it's about they disconnect from feelings and they disconnect from the truth. Yeah, and not just any feelings, but like unresolved feelings, negative feelings, old wounds, <clears throat> old wounds, hurts. Yeah, that's really important. And, and they're the things that creep up on us all the time. And it, if we take what a definition of a shadow is, and it'll make more sense. A shadow okay. is basically something that happened to you at some point in your life. You may not remember, you may not even be aware, hence it called a shadow. Mm -hmm. but something happens in our life now 
and we're really caught off guard and triggered by it. Yeah. Well, we're triggered by something that happened to us years ago and our subconscious mind recognizes the same situation. Yeah. And it puts us on guard. So spiritual bypassing is not dealing with those kind of things that happen. It's not right. facing those things. Right. Actually, that kind of happened to me today. <laughs> um, and I'd say the difference now is that I recognized what I was doing and I was like, oh, hey, this is a story I've heard before. Okay, I need to, yeah. But like I was having a discussion with a friend who was worried about my fish because uh, he thought that I had moved out of the house and hadn't been back to feed the fish. And he's like, the fish is going to starve. And are you feeding the fish? And I'm just like, I got really pissed off. I got annoyed, but it wasn't about him or the fish. It was because a few years ago, my sister got really um, upset with me because she thought I wasn't feeding the dog. And in reality, he was sick and was losing weight because he was really sick and he was being taken care of, but she didn't sit down and discuss it with me and it really hurt my feelings. I don't even talk to her anymore now. Um, and you know, like that brought that feeling back that, oh, you're judging me for something that you don't know what you're talking about. And like if I were spiritually bypassing, I might like, <clears throat> I wouldn't have noticed that. I wouldn't have recognized that. I wouldn't have been aware of it. Like I would have just been like, okay, well, I need to calm down and I'm just going to go meditate for five minutes and then the world's going to be all right again. And, and well, let's go a little deeper with that with that example. Yeah. Because I would say um, both of these occasions, mm -hmm. there's something deeper there that's annoyed you on both of the occasions. Probably. That's probably and, true. Uh, and if you forget the actual animals involved and forget that, why would someone annoy you so much in saying that? especially a relative yeah i think um well as far as that goes like i think why that bothered me so much was because my a lot of my family has always been like super judgmental of me and i they don't really know me they don't know me they're not part of my life like they have no no right to judge me and I happen to think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I happen to think I'm doing pretty good. And I'm a responsible person. And, and like, you know, I don't deserve that. So, and, and also because I personally don't like judgment. I don't judge people. I, I just, like, I'd say that's my biggest pet peeve. And that's kind of the other side of that whole thing is that they, they jump to assumptions and criticize rather than like, just ask, hey, what's wrong with the dog? Because <laughs> everybody has their own unique way of being based on the way they see life. Right. And it's um, like, not my way. <laughs> no. And, and <laughs> rightly so, they got a different life, different upbringing yep. to you. Yeah. But a spiritual bypasser, wouldn't look into why you're triggered. A spiritual right. bypasser would go, oh, well, they just mean well and everything will be okay and mm -hmm. just love them anyway. And, and yeah. yes, there's merit in that. Yeah. But spiritual, but the actual spiritual journey is about understanding. 
It's about understanding our feelings, where they're coming from, why they're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's about dealing with them. It's about understanding other people's feelings and having compassionate for them, not yeah. just fluffy love. Yeah. Unconditional love. Um, so you look into your past, you look into the issues you're having rather yeah. than just ignore them, rather than just oh, yeah. disconnect from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because when I looked at it back then, I was like, you know, it's more than just this, too. Like, like I was feeling hurt because I felt like, well, why isn't my family more concerned about me, more concerned about my daughter? We were struggling with a lot of things at the time and they weren't there for us. And I was like, you're worried about my dog, but you're not worried about me. And there's very often way more to these things than what's actually said. Yes, exactly. And, and I'm sure that goes way back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say, I would say it's got nothing to do with the animals now and you feeding them now. Oh, no. Uh -uh. I, I would say it goes right back to probably when you were probably three, four, five years old, possibly. Yeah. 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 And, and we can have, we can develop issues right back to like a week, two weeks old. Yeah. You know, we could cry yeah. and then we could get shouted at and then we're terrified of crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens. Yeah. And the thing is, though, like those things don't go away just because you ignore them. If you don't deal with that, if you don't face that, you can't grow from it. And, and this is why it's good to have a spiritual practice that enables you to look deeper and look deeper and look deeper. Yes. Yes. Um, and you may not like what you find. It, it may really disturb you for a while mm -hmm. but you know all the liberation is in where the pain is yeah yeah you know, we're always looking somewhere nice for the nice feelings but if you really want lasting nice feelings if you really want a lasting spiritual journey you have to look and pull apart and dissect the things that are triggering us the things that are the things that are knocking us off the path, we just simply cannot ignore them. For the video viewers here, she's going for a pee. <laughs> what? My doggies were being naughty. They were getting in the garbage can. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, now they're barking. God. I absolutely love the fact that you're sitting in that chair there. That is just an awesome image. Oh, yeah, it's so much better than sitting on the floor. <laughs> For the video viewers, she's in her house. This is the house that we've been trying to get. Yay! A little more enthusiasm. <laughs> You're no longer couch surfing. Come yeah, on. I, oh, I can't wait for Bella to come see it. Like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait to see it. And your daughter's face. back at the end of the week. At the end of the week, yeah. So the podcast is cancelled for three months. <laughs> I'm kidding, everybody. Yeah. Really. Uh, why don't you tell us about some times in your life when you realized you were spiritually bypassing and how you were doing that? See, I, I have a resistance to that question because I think, <laughs> no, I never did it. Oh, but come on. <laughs> of course I did. Of course, of course I you did. did. And I have to say it comes and goes. Yeah. And and the reason why I say that is because when everything's going really, really well, the meditations are going well and everything's smoothly, and I've not really got any problems in life, I don't really 
work so hard on looking at my shadows, looking at other things and all that. I don't spend all my life going, well, where can I see the darkness today? Right, yes. <laughs> there is the other side of it. Although we're saying look in the darkness, you know, we're not saying literally surround yourself with oh, the no, bad. No. All the time. I only do that in the moments when they present themselves to me, like, yeah. and they will. Until you figure them out, they're going to keep showing up. And that's really important. And the really interesting thing with, I'm aware that I haven't answered your question. I probably will shortly. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting when someone holds that mirror up to you, like mm -hmm. what your family did about the animals. Mm -hmm. Really, they held a mirror up. Yeah. And it's a mirror because you were annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Why were you annoyed? And, mm -hmm. and although we went into this, it's, it's interesting because we get annoyed simply because, A, we expect things of people. Mm -hmm. That's our problem, not them. Yeah, yeah. They're annoyed because they were expecting something of you and they were going by false truths. Yeah. And that's really interesting with the spiritual journey is we ignore the actual truth. Yeah. And there's a difference between personal and relative truth and yeah. what's true. Yeah, which is like some kind of combination of your perspective and their perspective and the actual facts in the situation. It's kind of a combination of all those things. Nobody is 100% wrong. Mm -mm. Even if it's just their relative truth. Yeah. And it's really important to remember that. Even on the spiritual journey. But if you are spiritual bypassing, you might think that you have some kind of grandeur, you have some kind of access to the third eye, and that's the way you're seeing life constantly. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one. <laughs> um, yeah, and it is there, you know, what is the third eye? It's wisdom. Yeah. It, you know, it isn't closing your eyes and knowing someone's behind you. No. Well, that would be a pretty good skill to have. <laughs> Humans have that skill, actually. Yeah. They've done a test recently and humans do have the skill. They can detect about 75% certainty of when someone's behind us. Hmm. So it's interesting. But when they talk about the third eye, it's about being able to see clearly everything. Right. Exactly. And spiritual bypassing is picking what you want as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my truth. I like that. Yeah. Well, that's what we do in the first half of life. I like that person because he agrees with me. Yeah. He's a, he's an intelligent guy because, you know, I believe the same thing as him. He's mm -hmm. a good guy. Yeah. You know, the spiritual journey is, well, they're not good or bad. They just agree or disagree. And that's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you are bypassing, if you're not, you will hang around with people that, agree with you people that oh yeah that's probably really common um i mean like i just recently realized that i was cutting people out too quickly because because there were things you know for whatever reasons uh, maybe they were super drama or maybe they were really challenging or you know whatever it was and i realized you know i'm taking the easy road out by cutting them out of my life that's not the right thing to do i need to challenge myself to learn to deal with them. Yeah, that's a huge one. I hear it. Yeah, I, yeah. That's that's what I got out of the last couple months. Like, <laughs> now then, the, the, there is certain people that you can give 
trust to again and again and again they'll break it at some point you've got to say hey get out of my life yeah but that's different than learning to love someone with yeah. boundaries love someone with boundaries exactly and and sometimes you're at work and things like that and you've got your work colleague you cannot simply be passive aggressive ignore them cut them out of your life and you're going right. to have nothing to do with them yeah no, find the common ground find the reason why they're triggering you mm-hmm. deal with it yeah 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 and i don't mean going over and sorting them <laughs> they haven't got the issue you have no, yeah yeah I do see a lot of spiritual teachers that tell people to just get rid of all the negative people out of their lives. Okay. Also, another one is really common is um, put a bubble around you. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the negativity. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you cannot have positivity without negativity. So if you're going to always surround yourself with one side of the coin, the other side's right there too. Well, and you know, the other thing too is that, you know, exposing yourself to challenging people is going to kind of almost desensitize you in a way. If you're putting a bubble around yourself and only letting the good stuff in, when something truly awful happens to you that you have no control over and you can't stop, you're not going to know how to deal with it. You're not going to know what to do. I know when I'm spiritual bypassing, actually. Yeah. And it's when things seem to be going, okay, and I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. annoyed by people when it's not them, it's me. Yeah. And things aren't going right. Now then, it's how I react in those things. I yeah. get annoyed, the feeling comes up, and I react and I shout and I get annoyed and then I go and yeah. gossip and I have a go. You know, this might be my truth and I might be wrong here and it might be me um, projecting. However, I do feel that nobody is perfect. No, uh-uh. and, and And I just don't believe... Anybody that says, no, I, I never gossip anymore. I never say anything wrong. And I never, you know, I'm always non-judgmental. I never judge anyone. Yeah, well, right. We're human. Exactly. I was just going to say that. We, we're human beings. That's, that's. <laughs> so another perfect example. If you genuinely believe you never judge anybody mm-hmm. and you never, ever do anything other than love people and all that, you're spiritual bypassing. Yeah. Because you're not being realistic with yourself. Yep. Yep. Then yes, reduce it. Yes, become aware of it. Yeah. Yes, eventually the aim, I suppose, to get rid of it out of our lives. Yeah. cause no more pain. But the other thing is to be complete and that's to experience all feelings. Right. You know, how can we... Surely by the end of your life, you want to have experienced everything. And to be complete, that means all the voices within you Mm -hmm. are healthy. Yeah. You're using them in a healthy way. That four-year-old voice that doesn't really care about people because it isn't developed yet is having that in life as an adult. Mm -hmm. You can use it when you need to say no to somebody. Right, right. And not become a mess because you feel guilty. Right, right. <laughs> but it's also having that loving, caring person that developed at the age of 30 or whatever through some bad times. Mm-hmm. And being able to articulate and listen without the time. So it's experience all these different things and not just picking what you like. Right. It's like having the rose about the thorns. It just, you're missing something. Yeah.
So do you think people who convince themselves that they are always happy and no matter what happens to them, nothing's ever wrong, do you, you, how do you think those people are spiritually bypassing? I personally feel that they believe they're happy mm -hmm. and they are happy. Yeah. I'm saying I mean, they're not happy. Right. No. And I'm saying they pick people up. They really live in a happy way. But what I would say is be aware that you might be comfortable. You might have all the things you need in life to be happy. But because you're not really having a spiritual practice that has mm -hmm. any kind of foundations. Yeah. If anything goes wrong in life, you're going to really struggle. Yeah. And you may not. You may disconnect. You may go the rest of your life completely disconnected from reality. If you manage that and you're happy with it, be my guest. It really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I find that people that I know that are like that, though, like things do bother them. Things do anger them and piss them off. And it comes out in ways that I can see and they don't realize it. I would agree with you there. Yeah. I would agree. And Mostly then, judgmentalism. Yeah. Yeah. I was, just, I, I was just thinking I'm judging them now as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but that, that's the reality. Even just doing this subject, we are judging another spiritual journey. Yeah. And, and one thing I will add is we're sitting here saying that our spiritual journey is the right one. Well, we're not saying that. We're just saying it's a spiritual no. journey. No. And I wouldn't better. say that we're trying to judge it as much as just be like, hey, this is part of the journey. Everyone does this. If you learn to recognize it, you can really grow. Yeah. I think it would be rare for anybody on the spiritual journey not to do some kind of bypassing at some point. Oh, it'd, yeah. It'd be no different than somebody in the normal of life in mm -hmm. samsara, as Buddhism call it, you know, the dream, the asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so many years. That, you know, drinking alcohol to avoid the evening. Yeah. To avoid life. And, and that's what they're trying to do. Is try, they're trying to avoid the pain in some way. But they yeah. don't recognize them avoiding the pain. Right, exactly. And that's, that's really important. They have no idea. They're convincing themselves to be a certain way mm -hmm. to avoid the other. Yeah, yeah. And I think that happens the most in early on in the journey. Like, I, I did that the most when I was first getting started. And it's really important as well. With the Four Noble Truths, the Buddhist said, you know, to be alive is to suffer. Yeah. The second noble yeah. truth is attachment is suffering. Yeah. And attachment to not just spirit um, objects, attachment to everything. Anything. Ideas. And then the third noble truth is there is relief from suffering. Mm -hmm. And the fourth noble truth is a practice, a path, a spiritual path, meditation. But the problem is most, a lot of people have the pain of life. Mm -hmm. They treat the symptoms rather than go to the cause of it. So yeah. spiritual bypassing would be like taking the painkillers for the headache. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Rather yeah. than sorting the stress out that's causing the headache. Yeah, yeah. And very often people will choose the spiritual path because their life has become so painful. Yeah. And they will convince themselves that everything is rosy and everything is perfect. And there's no end of books and everything like that that, that will promise that. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. But the reality is, you know, the, the painkillers wear off and the headache comes back. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And you take more painkillers and you become so reliant on this practice of staying above what's real. Yeah. What's the truth? Almost obsessively so. Yeah. And and at some point you'll fall. At some point the painkillers will not be there. They won't work. Mm. Yeah. And we often hear that of people that have been on painkillers, just keeping that analogy going, because I love it. I think it's brilliant. But at some point, you're taking so many painkillers that are not working anymore. Yeah. And that's the same with spiritual bypassing. At some yeah. point, you're meditating more and more. You're doing all your practices. You're doing all your yogis. You're doing all your things. Unless you're actually dealing with the stuff that's triggering you. Mm-hmm underneath because you've still been triggered you're just pushing it yeah on. because all those practices they're just tools they're tools to help you yeah they're not the end all be all they're just tools yeah and and they're not magic Mm-mm. most of them are quite damn blunt actually <laughs> <laughs> most you know when it comes to actually re-engineering or re- rebooting our lives most of the tools we got take ages to work they're so subtle mm-hmm but we've had 40, 50 years of doing it one way. Yeah. What, people think they're going to sit down for a couple of weeks and, <laughs> you know, close their eyes and... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn everything around. Yes, it improves life. Yeah, yeah. But it isn't all going to flip around, turn a switch. And no, everything. I still have a ton to learn, a ton to learn. I just learned a huge lesson the last couple months. And you know what? Like I started my journey at least eight years ago. <laughs> I'm I'm no different. I've still have a ton to learn. And everybody I know, from right up to the top of Roshi's and Masters, right down to the people at the very beginning, the all the genuine on the spiritual journey know that the work will continue to the day they're gone. Oh, to the day they die. Yeah. You will yeah. never uncover everything. You will never finish the path because there is no finishing it's the way of life right exactly exactly so to wrap up today's podcast what can we do about spiritual bypassing what what can we do if we recognize it within ourselves and i think everybody has that a little bit what can we do about it i think honestly the best thing to do is in that moment when you realize what you're doing just sit down get out a pen and piece of paper and just start digging deep and asking yourself what, what about this situation is really bothering me and, and try to figure it out. Yeah. Just journal. Always ask questions. Mm-hmm. Is this the truth or is it my truth? Is this what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Why am I feeling like this? And that's a really powerful question is why, why is this feeling arising? Yeah. Very. And it's really important to stop and allow the answer to manifest Mm -hmm. and don't just answer in our heads and the other thing with spiritual bypassing lastly is it tends to be more knowledge based in our heads than it does our hearts yeah but that's why it's so difficult to recognize it yeah because it feels like it's in our heart but it's our head ruling our heart the ego is still the Mm -hmm the controller yeah it can be really hard to tell the difference sometimes yeah really hard so where can they find you 
Oh, they can find me at um, susansinspirationspace.com. And they can find me on stephenweb.com. And what are we talking about next week? Oh, yes. Facing fears. <laughs> Which I am very excited about. I have lots of great stories for this week. I'm excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. It's just when you said it, my mind just went, boom, gone. <laughs> Facing fears. Well, it brilliantly leads us on from this week's podcast. 